Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill. I'm the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. It's great to have you here with me for a Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. This is edition number four of season seven as we continue working our way through the book of Joshua. Yesterday we considered the preparation and the events that surrounded the crossing of the Jordan and how the Ark of the Covenant went before the people. Today we're going to see the, prep, the, the completion of that act and that work of God. And then we're going to see the command to erect memorial, stone, memorial stones um, to symbolize, to highlight, to draw to remembrance the future generations of the great work of God in the lives of his people. Let's pray first and then we'll consider these two major, major points of chapter 4 of Joshua. Our God in heaven, as we now come before your word, we again come to ask that you would give us grace and strength, that you would show forth your favor and help us with that which you are seeking to teach us. May you teach us by your spirit. May you give to us more of the spirit that we would understand your word. May you cause us then therefore to not only hear what your word says, but may we be faithful doers of it as well. Give us the grace we need. We depend on you alone that we might live our lives uh, well-pleasing in your sight. Forgive us for the ways in which we have transgressed your law today. Forgive us for the ways in which we have fallen short of your glory. Help us, Lord, to seek your glory in all things. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, chapter 4, as, as I've already mentioned, it, it, is, it culminates, it, it, it gives to us in detail the events that uh, complete the crossing of the Jordan. And we see that there in verse 1, when all the nation and fit is passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Moses, Take twelve men from the people, from each tribe a man, and command them, saying, Take twelve stones from, from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly, and bring them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you lodged, where you lodged tonight. So the work is completed. They have crossed the Jordan, this sea of humanity, this mass of people have crossed safely. God has led them by the Ark of the Covenant. And now God gives to Joshua what would seem to be at least a rather odd directive, an odd command to take 12 men, 12 stones, bring them over. For what purpose? Well, the, the express purpose of being a memorial uh, to uh, to the Lord and to, uh, to the people of what the Lord has done for them. And the critical point here in the chapter, of which there's many other things that we could consider, but we're not going to just for time's sake, but just to focus in on this issue of the memorial stones. We read there um, in, in, um, in verse 5, And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take up each of you a stone upon his so shoulder. So these twelve men, now one stone per man, is going to bring this across and verse 6 gives us the reasoning, the rationale behind this command. That this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, what do the, those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial uh, forever. Now, it's designed to help. It's designed to be a teaching tool for future generations of God's people. 
It's designed to remind God's people of his covenant faithfulness. It's designed to be a perpetual sign, visible sign, uh, employing the senses that we might remember God's redemptive work, that they might remember his redemptive work. And the Lord has given that to the church today. It's not stones, but it's the sacraments that the Lord has granted to us, especially the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. It's a sensible sign. It's something that we touch and taste and feel and smell and see. All of these things are part and parcel of that which the Lord grants to His church that we might remember His great work of redemption, that we might remember His covenant faithfulness, that we might remember the way in which He has promised to lead us and guide us and direct us in the affairs of our lives, to remind us of our commitment to be obedient to Him and to walk always with Him. And we are do this as often as you do it, whether it's weekly like we do at Providence, whether it's monthly or quarterly, whatever it is, you do it with many things in mind, but of course you do it with that great work of redemption in mind, the work of Christ that you might remember. This do in remembrance of me. And so in some sense it is a memorial. Now as a staunch Calvinist as well, it's more than a memorial. There's much more going on here, but it certainly draws our mind and attention to the work of God wrought in Christ on behalf of his people. The other thing that these memorial stones do, and it's something that parents need to take very seriously when it comes to raising their children, is that it's designed to be a teaching tool for their children, for the future generation of the leaders of Israel, the leaders of the Old Testament church. In the same way, we too must be zealous to constantly point our children to the things the Lord has done, that we might remember that which He has accomplished in the lives of um, of his church and of his people. It is it, perhaps one of the things that parents um, are called upon to do. Uh, they are to um, remind their children to walk with the Lord faithfully when, when children are baptized in the church. One of the vows that the parents take is that they will raise their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. But it's something that must be actively done, much in the same way in which the these 12 men actively picked up these stones and brought them across and erected them on the other side of the Jordan River. We too must be actively engaged in drawing to mind for our children these memorials that will show forth the kindness of the Lord. In Psalm 78, um, we read something of this very point that I'm making there. In Psalm 78, Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders He has done. And so these stones are designed to do just that. They're designed, as it were, as, as um, I read some, in some book. I don't remember the book right now. It just popped in my head, but something I had read about this very chapter. Imagine as um, you take your family to the state park here at the Jordan River, and there's those stones. Your children are there, and they're... They're all erected in neat, orderly fashion, and your children ask you, what are these stones for? What, why are they here? What is the purpose? You have an opportunity to instruct and guide and give 
testimony to the goodness and kindness of their God. And so we have those opportunities given to us every Lord's Day. We have those opportunities given us to us in the sacraments. We have those opportunities given to us in many different respects throughout the course of our day. And we just need to point our children to Him. One of the reasons why we see nations that were strongly um, God-fearing in the past, uh, nations like Germany and Scotland, we see that they are functionally godless now, is because... I suspect parents failed to teach their children of the goodness and kindness of the Lord. They failed to do family worship. They failed to have their children in worship on the Lord's Day. They failed to place the necessary priorities before their children that they might walk with the Lord all of their days. And so these stones remind us of that, rep- that responsibility. They remind us of the importance. We are forgetful people. And as we see these stones, or as we see the Lord's Supper, as we see the various acts of God working through His Word, we have opportunity to point our children to the goodness and kindness of the God of Heaven. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Wednesday edition, when we consider Joshua chapter 5, a very, uh, really, um, It's a chapter that sits between the crossing of the Jordan and the taking of Jericho. It's a very interesting chapter, one of a very important chapter, as it turns out. But until then, may the Lord help you today to remember Him, to think about the great works that He has done for you. And may it cause you then, therefore, to walk carefully with Him. God bless.